Good morning. Welcome to Ambient Aurora Utterances. On today's episode, we will be exploring and examining words that were created for mythologies and fantasy stories. The fantasy genre is one of my favorite genres to explore and to delve into. The possibilities for creativity and exploration in uh, the various worlds that these authors and creators come up with um, are endless, and you can really just find so many unique different types of stories and worlds. So thank you for joining me this morning. Let's get started. The first word that I have selected this morning, and I'll again preface this episode by saying that all three of the words chosen in today's episode come from the New Words a Year uh, desk calendar Uh, Once again, that I said in the previous episode that I purchased at the beginning of the year. So the first word that I have selected from that calendar is chimera. Chimera has a couple different uh, definitions. It is a noun. The first definition is an imaginary monster made up of incongruous parts. The second definition is an illusion or fabrication of the mind, especially an unrealizable dream. In Greek mythology, the chimera was a fearsome, fire-breathing monster with a lion's head, a goat's body, and a dragon's tail. She terrorized the people of Lycia until their king, Iobates, asked the hero Bellerophon to slay her. Iobates had an ulterior motive. His son-in-law wanted Bellerophon killed, and the king was sure the chimera would do the job. But Bellerophon called in Pegasus, the winged horse, and brought the chimera down from above. The beast lived on in people's imaginations, and English speakers adopted her name for any similarly grotesque monster, or later, for anything fanciful. And so there is our first word for the day, chimera, and that is uh, by far the oldest word that we have examined thus far, going all the way back to the Greek empire and Greek mythology. The second word that I have selected for this morning's episode comes from uh, originally a novel that probably, or at least from an author that probably uh, many of you are familiar with, and we'll get to that here in a moment, but the word itself is bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. This is a noun, and it means a wildly grotesque or bizarre individual. You may already know that Jabberwocky which is a term for meaningless speech or writing, originated as the title of a nonsense poem in Lewis Carroll's Through the Looking Glass. Bandersnatch is another coinage by the author whose real name was Charles Lutwidge Dodgson. It debuted in the second stanza of The Jabberwocky. Beware the Jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch, 
Beware the jubjub bird and shun the frumious bandersnatch. Bandersnatch came to be used as a general term referring to any strange, suspicious, or impossible character. So, of course, Lewis Carroll, being the author of Through the Looking Glass, but also more famously for Alice in Wonderland, and he created such a vibrant and unique world uh, that many have uh, fallen in love with and appreciated uh, for many years now. So we have the word Bandersnatch. And then the final word we have this morning is one that I, uh, I have selected somewhat from bias, um, but when I saw this word in the calendar, I knew that I had to include it uh, in some form or fashion at some point. And so the word that the final word that I have selected for this morning's podcast is Hobbit. Hobbit is a noun, and it means a member of a fictitious, peaceful, and genial race of small human-like creatures that dwell underground. What is a hobbit, wrote J.R.R. Tolkien in the 1937 fantasy novel that introduced Mr. Bilbo Baggins. The author then answered himself, they are, or were, little people about half our height and smaller than the bearded dwarves. There is little or no magic about them except the ordinary everyday sort which helps them to disappear when large stupid folk like you and me come blundering along. Tolkien tells us that hobbits are inclined to be fat and that they dress in bright colors. They have good-natured faces and deep fruity laughs, especially after dinner. Tolkien, a professional linguist who taught at Oxford University, coined the word hobbit and many other terms. In fact, a whole new language. And he did so for The Hobbit and for his enormously popular series, The Lord of the Rings. So, of course, if you know me uh, just even at a passing uh, relationship, then you know that I uh, really enjoy Tolkien and his works. Um, He is by far one of my favorite authors, um, secular authors, and I enjoy reading, watching, listening um, to anything that may be related uh, to his world of Middle-earth. Now, with Tolkien being the creator of this last word, um, Hobbit, it really ties in well. It really ties in well um, with the subject matter of this podcast because he was a linguist, as we already mentioned here. And a linguist is simply uh, someone who is familiar and studies foreign languages. And he created an entire language, and then decided that language needed a world. So he wrote The Lord of the Rings. Now, usually an author, uh, especially a fantasy author in this case, will uh, create their world and they will create a language. If, if there needs to be a language in that story, they will create the language after they have began to build the world. But in this case, Tolkien being a linguist, 
created the language and then decided that language needed its own story. So it's just absolutely incredible um, what he was able to do, and he really was a genius in that regard. Now, uh, of course, I said this was related, and this is related um, to the subject matter of the podcast because English words were mainly taken from Germanic uh, languages, uh, and especially, of course, Latin and Greek, uh, those languages as well. And so, of course, uh, the, the English, English language today would not exist um, without other foreign languages. And so it is interesting that we can uh, look at the origin of many of those words, and I hope that we can uh, continue to do that uh, as you listen to this podcast every week. Um, I have enjoyed this uh, thus far, exploring uh, some new words, revisiting some old words that I'm already familiar with and learning more about them. And I hope that uh, perhaps you can learn something from this as well. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.